You're listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. with John Hicks. I'm Jennifer Perry. Thanks so much for joining us this week. And if you want more information on John and the entire team at J. Hagen Capital, if you have a retirement question for us too, just reach out to us on the website at retirementsolutionradio.com. Your blood pressure probably rises every time you pull into a gas station these days or anytime you're picking up anything right now. And it seems, John, Americans, we as a whole, we've reached this whole new level of frustration with inflation right now. The University of Michigan put out their recent survey that says consumers are less optimistic about their personal finances and the economy right now than at any other time in this past decade. And even President mm-hmm. Biden had to come out and acknowledge this at a recent news conference. Moms and dads are worried asking, will there be enough food we can afford to buy for the holidays? Will we be able to get Christmas presents to the kids on time? And if so, will they cost me an arm and a leg? I told you before that we're going to take action on these problems. That's exactly what we're doing. I don't know about you, though, John. Not seeing, hmm. uh, not seeing much difference in the prices hmm. I'm paying for anything right now. I'm not exactly sure what kind of actions they're taking, but they might want to consider some different ones. <laughs> I know that the uh, the October numbers were just published for inflation, 6.2%, 6.2% year over year for inflationary concerns. That does not, by the way, take into account the majority of the major expenses we're dealing with, guys. It does not take into account a lot of the medical expenses that we have to deal with as we age, and it doesn't take into account a lot of the oil-based expenses that we're seeing, not on top of the fact that we're seeing just i mean i'm not going to go ahead and say price gouging a little bit Mm. on some of the merchandise out there Mm -hmm. i mean it used to be that if you were going to buy a used car and you wanted to go ahead and get one let's say a year or two old there was a good chance you'd pay 25 or maybe 30 percent less than if you'd bought that car new jennifer yeah i mean historically and Mm -hmm. sometimes depending on the car brand it could be even less expensive than that if you look at new car prices right now if you can even find a new car that you would want (laughs) Um, they're going for more than sticker, but if you look at the used cars, Jennifer, used cars, they're going for literally more money than they potentially cost the year prior when they were new. Yep. And I know this for a fact because I had the good friends at Cross Jeep uh, buy my Jeep from me, which was two <laughs> years old, and they gave me almost more than I paid for the sucker. Wow. So thank you, guys. I do appreciate that. My wife is very happy. She hated having the top down. It put her hair in her face all the time. So... So Problem even though I loved, I loved that Jeep Wrangler, uh, she, on the other hand, thought it's loud and it's big and it gets my hair in my face all the time. <laughs> so she was very happy. I'm sure she took that profit check that I had uh, earned from that Jeep and put it to great use. Oh, she got her hair uh, did or something um, with it, I hope. She, you know? <laughs> hopefully she got a couple of hairdos out of right? that. <laughs> yeah. No, but when you look at uh, you know all the expenses of things right now, I don't see, Jennifer, I don't see where this is going to subside. And there's kind of my fear. And, and the Federal Reserve has basically made the same assumption. They basically said, hmm, we don't see the subsiding anytime soon either. We have people who don't want to work. I don't know what they're doing for money, though. I really don't know, Jennifer. I don't know what they're doing when they're not working. Yeah. But we got people who aren't working. And I know this because on that trip back from South Carolina, every single gas station that I stopped at, it was one or two or maximum three people, even in the big ones, three people trying to hustle around to have 500 angry mob of people who need gas and potties and munchies 
trying to get them checked out. And I felt so bad for these people. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I was crabby too, so I wanted to get through that stupid line. <laughs> and of course, that was just the gas stations. And then you got the people at the McDonald's and the Wendy's and the Arby's. They were packed lines through the Yang. They seemed to all be under, uh, they didn't have enough staff. Yeah. So when you look at those things compounded with the fact that we have a supply chain issue, because of course, basically the world went into shutdown mode for almost a year. So we're backlogged on all the stuff we want to buy. And the stuff that we do want to buy is on a slow boat from China. And we have no one that wants to package handle this stuff in California to get it into trucks because we don't have enough truck drivers to get it to the rest of us. So now you can see what basically is going on in the broad economy. That's kind of a big deal. At the same time, now this week, we have seen some crazy turbulence in the markets. We've seen some wild and crazy turbulence. But what we may be actually seeing, guys, is a catalyst. We may be seeing that all of these things we know about, maybe they're all compounding to create a potential very big issue, right? So if the president is now admitting that we have a a potentially very big inflation problem, now that we see that the Fed may actually start increasing interest rates, right, instead of reducing them, guys, this could actually compound a lot of problems. This could actually cost a lot more money for us, especially if we're getting very close to retirement or we're already retired. And that's really kind of a big focus for us, because if we have dead money in our portfolios, now what's dead money? If we have a whole bunch of money in cash, why do we have it in cash? Well, because we're worried about those all-time market highs. John, you were just talking about, you dummy. I'm worried about all that stuff, but we're earning nothing from the bank. I mean, literally nothing. And so if we're getting less than 1% on our bank money and inflation's 4 or 5 or heck, 6%, guys, we're losing money. We might be losing it safely, mm-hmm. but we're still losing money. So that on top of the fact that if we have bonds in our portfolio. Now, bonds are typically a little bit better if there's a lot of crazy market volatility, but most people don't recognize that those bonds in your portfolio, they may actually already have losses in your portfolio on the year. Hmm. And we have not even seen an interest rates move up that much. Guys, it works like a teeter-totter. If you have bonds in your portfolio, every time that interest rates move up, it's the other side of that teeter-totter. Interest rates move up and your value of your bonds goes down like a teeter-totter. Hmm. Most people are not aware that if the Fed really does start raising interest rates, even if they just move it up half a percent, that could cost you 4 to 8% in losses in those bond funds. So we consider bonds right now, if they aren't inflation protected, if they don't have certain uh, uh, features to them, we consider those to be dead money instruments. We don't want to own those right now okay. because there is almost no place for interest rates to go but up. Now, they could, they could shuffle around here low for a while. They could do that. But realistically, they don't have anywhere to go in the long run but up. And if that happens, we lose money in bonds. So I, I, I implore everyone, you have to find strategies for those dead money assets. In our office, we look for inflation protected instruments, inflation protected investments that can earn four, five, six, seven, eight percent. And some of them can even pay you cash on cash on a monthly basis. Hmm. So we don't have to worry so much about interest rate movements affecting uh, our assets. Now, there are some instruments that will just grow by seven or seven and a half percent a year lockstep. They can either grow our growth of our portfolio or they can actually grow our income. So you have to look at those things and what is the appropriate part of your portfolio to consider getting out of that dead money? Because I'm really not advocating a lot of people take more risk these days. I'm really not. I really want people to shift some profits and get some money in the safer places. We just got to earn better than nothing if we want to have a chance of living in our retirement years the way we want to. 
Like what you hear? Be sure to hit the subscribe button. And thanks for listening to The Retirement Solution with John Hicks. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. J. Hagen Capital is a registered investment advisor. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Incorporated is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products and annuities offered through John Hicks. Kentucky Insurance License Number 99882. 